This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, what's up guys? Ben, Diesel Power Products here with... Tyler, Diesel Power Products. And we are on episode number... Number eight. eight the Ocho. Yes, Ocho. <laughs> episode number eight of our podcast. Um, today we are going to be talking about tools. First things first, though. Where can you find? Yeah, this is big. We are officially on iTunes podcast. Go subscribe. Go rate it. You might notice there's there's two five star ratings. So, yeah, so far we got two ratings and they're both five stars. And it's awesome. It's, it's, so it's far awesome. really good good listeners. Um, anyhow, yes, we are on iTunes. Just search Diesel Power Products. Um, we're really stoked to be on there. Um, we're going to be putting every episode on there. Uh, so we are now on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And probably more later on. But right now, though, that's where we're at for now. Yeah, you can't miss us. It's just a big logo of diesel power products. That's, yeah. uh, that's what the boom, just like that. Right there. Anyhow, today, as the overview states, uh, we're talking about tools. Tools. Um, not the tool that you do... Fun things. Cars, <laughs> not us yeah. as tools. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're tools, but not not that. Not that kind of tool. <laughs> you can't use me to break a bolt loose. Yeah, we're just talking. We're just talking tools. I mean, to, to some people, this may seem like, yeah, you're talking about stuff that we already know. Yeah. Well, there's some things in here that that uh, that you know we found out from doing jobs uh, that wow, we couldn't have done it without, or you know, uh, just something you just don't think about, or maybe you don't even know that exists. That makes yeah. your life easier when you're working on something. So. Yeah, so what we did is, uh, and we'll get to our, we have a top 10 list coming in later, um, we, but we're going to start with the basics here. So before we get into the top 10 list, you know, I assume, you know, I don't well, you never want to assume, but most people out there, they're going to start working on their diesel trucks. They already hopefully have the basics. Yeah. And when a lot of guys call in and say, oh, well, you know, do I need special tools for this? And a lot of times you'll hear people say, oh, if you have a, you know, mechanical aptitude, basic set of tools, you should be able to get this done. Yeah. So typically, basic set of tools. That's going to be like ratchets. Yeah. You know, hopefully socket set. 
socket set, hopefully like maybe a quarter inch or a three-eighths inch, maybe even a half-inch set. Yeah. I might say most common is going to be a three-eighths inch. You know, you yeah. go to your, your Home Depot, your Craftsman set. Get, you get that big plastic Craftsman. Everybody's got one of those at some point in their life, I think. Great tools. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. If, you're Just your basic a, stuff. if you didn't get a Craftsman tool set on your, like, 14th birthday... You need to go talk to your parents. You need to talk to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> go talk to your dad. Everybody got the same Craftsman Everybody set. I know that. I did. Yeah, I got and one. I, and I lost half of it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's going to come, you know, you want to make sure you have your sockets, box-in wrenches, mm -hmm. um, screwdrivers, you know, Phillips and standard, all different sizes. Yep. Uh, Probably some pliers, maybe some noodle nose pliers, vice grips, crescent wrenches, or you know, nice big adjustable wrenches, maybe yeah. even a pipe wrench. Yeah. You know. Oh wait, hold on. The biggest tool I've ever just joined our podcast. <laughs> the biggest tool. What's ever. up, Tyler Kip? Saw dude. What's that, up, buddy? Five stars. Yeah. Woohoo! All right, thanks, thanks buddy. <laughs> so. You're not a tool. Really yeah. <laughs> um, so when we say basic set of tools, that's pretty much what it's going to cover. Yeah. Um, so now I want to kind of get into this top 10 list. And the reason that we made this top 10 list is pretty much, I wouldn't say pretty much, all of our sales guys. So there, there's me, I'm Ben, Tyler, Sands, Ash, and Dustin. Mm -hmm. We have all had to turn wrenches to make money at mm -hmm. some point, whether it was in a shop, side job, something. We've all had to use tools to make money. Or save money. Or save money, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a huge one. A yeah. lot of people are going to do their own work to save money because you do, it, do it yourself. Labor, you're looking usually at about 100 bucks an hour. Yeah, especially average. for a diesel, yeah, yeah. nowadays. So. so using a tool, you know, using tools in there, it's, it's not uncommon. And when you get to be a little bit older, you find yeah. out what certain tools you really, like, you wish you had known about earlier on. That's yeah. kind of what this top 10 list is. Um, so what I want to do is uh, I want to read off some of the top 10 lists, and then we're going to highlight some of them. Um, so, Tyler, I think I think you should start off with your top 10 list. Okay. So here, here's my top 10 list, and I, I used to be a tech. I used to have a, you know, big old fancy toolbox with all sorts of cool tools in it, and these are, this is kind of what I kind of came, what I kind of narrowed down to what really worked in, in some kind of some real pinch situations, I guess. Mm -hmm. So first thing on my list, <clears throat> and I misnamed it already, <laughs> it's just a, a, I put big ass rubber mallet, which basically is a, I don't know, uh, I had a, a dead blow, a big dead blow hammer. I had this hammer from Matco. It was called a uh, BMF. And yep. you can, you viewers can kind of put the connect letters the with the, yeah, connect the dots there. Um, but it was a giant, it was just a giant dead blow hammer. And, and people go, what do you use that for? What, what do you need that for? So when you're working on a lot of these trucks, especially with like aluminum wheels that see a lot of you know road grime and salt and that kind of thing, there's times where you can't even get the wheel off the hub because it's literally like seized, it's fused itself onto the hub, and you literally, I've had, there's been plenty of times where I've taken that mallet and just beat the crap off that wheel just trying to get it off, I, just trying I to was, do breaks or I just trying to do. I was the guy that was standing like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can try and like <laughs> man muscle it off, and yeah. then you always end up with bruised hands and your shoulders hurt. And, yeah. yeah, or just a big ass rubber mallet. <laughs> so I have that on there. Um, hose clamp pliers, and the ones I'm specifically talking about, if you guys have seen them, it's got a regular like plier handle, but it's got a cable that'll come to a little end that will grab the end of the hose clamp, and you could actually lock those pliers in place and keep that clamp on the pliers, and you can move the clamp up and down, and when you're done, you can just let it go, and boop, springs back. So that those set of hose clamp pliers are so much easier instead of wrestling around you know, some actual pliers. You don't know everybody's done it with a set of channel locks trying to get it to Guilty. close. Everybody's done it. Um, the one socket that always seems to go missing, 10 millimeter. Who knew 
that all these trucks, all these big diesel trucks had so many 10, 10 millimeter mil bolts everywhere. Holy yeah. crap. 10 millimeter sockets always go missing. So make sure you have a plethora of 10 millimeter sockets. Yeah, you're never, you're never gonna run out of 10 millimeter you're never gonna, I literally have a section of my toolbox that is just 10 millimeter sockets. Uh, just because this is a go-to. Um, next, a set of pry bars. I mean, not only for like checking suspension on trucks, checking ball joints, just for things that you're trying to use a screwdriver for, try using a pry bar instead. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. We were talking earlier. about like a set of pry bars. You know, having a yeah. really big one, that's a good thing as well. But the smaller ones, you know, little guys about you know yeah. 12, you know, 18, 14 yep. inches in there. Handy. With a nice little angle on it. When you need to, you know, really need a chief on something, but yeah. a screwdriver isn't cutting it and you don't want to break it, have it shatter in your eyes, because tools do break. <laughs> yeah. Put it out there. Yeah. It's, it's usually hellacious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a little small pry bar. I'd say I probably use a small one. I, the one I use the least is the middle one. It's either, right, it's it's either, either the big long one or a little, <laughs> little, little, tiny, little one. tiny one. Yep. Um, this next one, work light, a good work light. Yeah. Being able to see what you're doing. How many times have you dropped a bolt and you're like, well, that went to a black abyss. Who yeah. knows where that went? <laughs> she going. I heard, I heard you, you, you wait for that, you wait for it to hear it hit the floor. And if it doesn't hit the floor, you're like, oh, well, let's have a funeral for that one. Yeah. Because that's gone. Um, and next, a magnet on a stick. For when you do find it. <laughs> For when you do find it and you can't reach it, a magnet. A, a magnet tool is huge. Not one that's like rigid, but one that can you can move around. Um, I'll, maybe if we have time, I'll talk about one of my, uh, why that saved my life one day. Uh, anyway, uh, next. Uh, Door panel removal tools. So for plastic door yep, panels, cool. for God's sake, stop using stop using freaking screwdrivers. Or pocket knives. Or pocket knives prying on your plastic door panels. They look like crap after. So plastic removal tools are super cheap, too. Mm -hmm. um, a multimeter. You can do a lot with a multimeter by testing yeah. resistance, voltage, amps. So if you've got a draw, if your batteries are dying for some odd reason and you don't know, you can... You can test draw with those. You can, if you've got something that's not working properly, you could test the ohm of that of that wire and make sure it doesn't have high resistance. And that can be used anywhere else, you know, not just on a car. That's yeah, absolutely. And, every and, run house. and two, there's a lot of multimeters. Like the one I had was a fluke meter, and it even had a temperature probe. So I was when I was working at a dealer. I mean, we were, you know, what is that AC supposed to be at coming out? Well, you could test it with that. So it's kind of cool. Um, cordless impact. That just saves just time, <laughs> especially the biggest thing that, that I reference this to is doing exhaust. When you have a clamp and you're just sitting there with a ratchet trying to screw that clamp up as you're holding everything in place and you don't want it to move, cordless impact. And yeah. just, you just hold it, right. you get just right, you just go, yeah. cut up. <laughs> exactly, done. <laughs> um, the last one on, on my list, and it's kind of funny because you end up getting this for free usually, yeah. and it's one of those small screwdrivers with a little magnet on the end of it. Yeah, well, you need a pocket Phillip, screwdriver. Yeah, pocket screwdriver, uh, either, you know, Phillips or a flathead. How many, how many times is that little flathead so handy on, like, getting yeah. electrical plugs disconnected, especially, you know, under trucks that have seen a lot of, again, road grime and that sort of thing? That's the mm -hmm. number one thing that really, you know, ticks off a tech <laughs> and trying to get stuff off. It's one of those things where it's free, so yeah. you never worry. Like I, I've done stuff with those that I really shouldn't have been. Yeah. You just try it up. And you bend it back, and, yeah. and, and it's always the one that you get for free always ends up lasting you know, like yeah. ten years. Yep. And then the one you're like, okay, I'm gonna get a nice one, and, and you pay like you pay like six dollars for it, pops out and your magnet pops out, you lose it or, or something like that. It, yeah. yeah, that's how it always works. Yeah. So that was my list. So, what was yours? Uh, my list. I, yeah. All right. So I have worked in the field before. I was actually my job in high school. I worked at Pet Boys. Yeah. Manny Mo, Larry, and Manny Mo, Larry, and Jack is what Manny Mo and Jack. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Someone here probably works at Pet Boys. And they're going to tell me I'm an Chime idiot. 
Um, and then I worked at you know, Tiller dealership, GM dealership, some other stuff. Uh, Tyler Kipp also pocket says pocket screwdriver. screwdriver. I know, they're, nice. they're huge. One thing, oh, in the <laughs> beginning of the episode, um, if you guys are commenting here on Facebook, I want to see your tools that you had to make. Yeah, yeah. If you guys, if you guys have made, I know I've modified tools to, for certain things, like especially for like connector tubes on a Cummins, mm -hmm. trying to tighten them. I've literally cut a wrench in half to, to, to make it so I can, I can tighten those better. So if any of you guys have made tools to make your life easier, we want to see them. We yeah. want to know about them. I want to see it, and I want to know what you did with it, yeah. and like how it made your life easier. Like, yeah. I can think of one personally is, is usually like filing a socket down so it's shallower. Yeah. Everybody always needs a deep socket. Well, sometimes yeah. you need a shallow socket. Sometimes you need, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so my top 10, um, my, my biggest one, and I didn't get a set of these probably till I was almost in my late 20s, or mm -hmm. actually early 20s, was a, a like a, a nine inch pair of angled, like 45 degree angled needle nose pliers. Yeah. And I talk about them all the time. It's one of the stupidest things you ever <laughs> think of to have on your toolbox, and help. I probably should have had them way sooner. But I finally got a pair, and I'm like, I use these for everything. <laughs> yeah, like, they, you use them yeah. for hose clamps if you don't have one of your nice tools. Exactly. Can, anything, uh, fuses, you, any, any of those little tiny things where, you, and especially if they're spring-loaded, so yeah. they automatically open. And we're talking about the long one. Yeah, like that about, long. about that long right there. Yeah. Not the big guys, yeah. but actually like the medium-sized yeah. one. And they got to be spring-loaded, so you're not always having to open them up yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That blew my mind when I first got them. So, yeah, yay me, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one I think is a really big one, especially for guys in the field that do this all the time. And I call it body management. Yes. And that's going to be um, something to stand on. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of these trucks are lifted. A lot of mechanic. I remember when I took GM, a lot of guys would actually uh, put the truck on a lift, take the two front wheels off, and drop the lift. So the truck was actually get it down. down and slanted over so they could yeah. actually get into them. Mm -hmm. um, but if you don't have the ability, you know, a good, you know, almost like mini scaffolding to mm -hmm. stand on around it or, or something. A good step. A step. Uh, we have like in that. the shop that, what do they call that thing you lean over? Uh, Oh, the top side creeper? Yeah, top side creeper. Yeah, the Titanic machine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you basically get to lay on top of your engine. Yeah. yeah. Producer back producer's there. doing yeah. the, yeah. As, I mean, but it, it does, it's kind of handy. Yeah. I mean, especially you, if you're doing injectors or something or valves or valve springs or something like that. You, you'd never, you know, you're kind of like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'm a man all the way across yeah. the engine or whatever. And then it just, it sucks. You hurt. Yeah. And then you put your hand down and something's hot or you miss it and you yeah. break off a vacuum hose or a nozzle or you're, something like that. And, and just... On, on, on top of that, if you don't have a topside creeper, maybe a good thick blanket or some foam to lay across the engine. Like yeah. for me, 7.3 guy trying to do a turbo or up pipes, you lay that <laughs> nice in, big foam yeah. across the front so you can lay on top Way of the engine. over there. Do the worst <clears throat> job in the world, which is up pipes <laughs> on a 7.3. Um, and then also, you know, the topside creeper, a normal creeper for getting underneath the truck. Yep. I think That's those things are going to be huge. Being comfortable when you're working yeah. on your truck. I mean, that when you're not comfortable and you're trying to do something that maybe takes some time and some patience, being comfortable will we'll make it so much easier because yeah. there's nothing worse than trying to do something and you're frustrated trying to work on your truck. Like, that does it, it, nothing good ever comes yeah. of that. And it's inevitable. <laughs> that last bolt you're trying to reach is when you're, you know, leaning over and there's a bracket stabbing you in the ribs. Yeah. And you have to put all of your entire body weight and you're trying to get leverage from underneath the front bumper with your big toe. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. you're like, ah, you're just stretching, ah. just trying to get it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll, it ha we, guilty. Uh, next, a magnetic tray. Take all yeah. the nuts and bolts off, magnet tray, stick them on upside down, whatever. That's that's huge. Yes. Uh, Ten millimeter swivel ratcheting wrench. Yes. So I know we all probably have the gear head or the, the gear wrench ratcheting gear wrench, wrenches. Yeah. Um, I had I managed to get a set that had the, the wobbly on there or mm -hmm. the swivel, and all my other ratcheting wrenches, they're all like in good shape. The ten millimeter is trash. It just collapsed. <laughs> yeah. It's just like loosey, the teeth barely catch anymore. Yeah. Again, ten millimeters on everything. Seriously. Um, wobble extensions. Uh, I think that's huge. Especially e e transmissions, spark plugs. 
because um, you have your swivel, but you maybe not don't have your wobble. Wobble basically just adds an extra like five degrees each side, roughly yeah. right in there. So at least you get that little extra, but it doesn't lock up like a swivel would. Yeah, yeah. Um, picks, being able to pick out gaskets, O-rings or something like that. So you, you, you'd think it's one of those things, oh, I never need those. And then you have them, you're like, that's why I need, I need that. that. <laughs> um, uh, punches. Um, and, and me specifically, I like you know a, an awl, I guess, yeah. or a, a, a bigger, longer punch for when you're, let's say you're trying to line up shocks or line up a leaf spring or something like that. Yeah. And you can kind of see it through. You can't fit a screwdriver through, but you can get an <laughs> awl in there. And you can kind of give it some hell with your BMF yep. <laughs> and, and really get it in there and actually start lining things up. Yeah. Um, next, uh, I put PB Blast or WD-40, some sort of pinching lubricant. That, yeah, huge. especially for guys with older trucks or any truck that sees salt or any sort of thing you're trying to work on it underneath it or something. And that goes absolutely. along with a torch or something like that. But y Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But something to, you would be amazed how even, even like, I need to take that bolt off. Well, it looks pretty crappy. Hit it with PB Blast, go get your tool, and then come back. You would be amazed yeah. how much that actually helps. Absolutely. Um, and last is actually something else. I think you sell. missed one. No, you missed one. You missed number six. You just oh, blew right yeah, past yeah. it. I blew right past it because <laughs> it's so small. Yeah. <laughs> so my number six is a 3 8 inch ratchet and a quarter inch ratchet body. And what that is essentially is just like it sounds like. Imagine you have a, you know, a quarter inch ratchet that's only that big, but the internals is a 3 8 inch ratchet on yep. there. So handy. Yeah. It's, only, it's like the equivalent of having like a, a, the old speed ratchet like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's small. So, <laughs> and, and if you're working on cars, no offense to guys, if you're, if you're working on cars for a long time where your hands are a long time, chances are you're, pretty, you're a lot stronger than you think. You're able right. to round off bolts. And where you don't always need a 3 8 inch ratchet that's this long, sometimes, you know, you just, I mean, yeah. that's all you got to do. Quick. Yeah. And I think that makes a huge difference. And also with a long extension. Yeah, you do that Speed number ratchet. right there. Boom. So fast. <laughs> uh, last one, auto ingenuity. Yes. Um, this is a little bit... Having the right tool for the job, especially on these newer trucks, um, there's a lot of sensors. There's a lot of computers on here. Yeah, it's pretty hard to diagnose one of these new trucks without some sort of tool to give you insight on that computer. Because, yeah. I mean, they're all computer controlled. I mean, everything. Mm -hmm. and, and Auto Ingenuity essentially is going to give you the same options or the same view as a dealer would, mm -hmm. minus like a few very small, minute things. Yeah. So if you're trying to like, oh, you, I'm throwing a check engine light for this, you can at least go look at all the sensors around there and see what's going on. Yeah. So I think that's, especially if you're the kind of guy that likes to flip cars or has a lot of different cars and you want to do it all yourself, auto ingenuity for what you have going on, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So next, so, and we also asked Sands, Ash, and Dustin. Um, we're going to read through them, and I highlight a couple of them that I think are, because a lot of us have the same type of thing. Yeah, so we're... Ratchets, yeah. Uh, all that kind of stuff, but I want you to read Sands's and then two of them on Sands, and actually Ash had one of the same ones. Okay. So, read Sands. Okay, so Sands has got wobble sockets, electric impacts, torque wrenches, obviously a bottle opener. That's key. That's key. <laughs> Impact screwdriver. Um, a Mac anti-vibe three-pound sledge. He's very specific on this one. <laughs> anti-vibe three-pound sledge. Mm -hmm. Again, he, you know, hammers help. Uh, air hammer, die grinder, um, uh, wire strippers, auto Ooh, wire strippers. Nice one. Those are so handy. You know, <laughs> if you know so what we're the, doing, and the, yeah, you know exactly. You know exactly. What we're exactly. About. Not, the, not the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you, the <laughs> and then you break off. the wire off yeah. at where you're trying to keep it connected. Uh, and his last one is a radiator hose pick tool, that big hook thing to unseal the uh, radiator hose on your whatever it's, mm -hmm. it's sealing onto. So 
Uh, the three, the two that he highlighted was the, the sledge, which again is uh, is it's handy. You you don't know you need a hammer until you until you need a hammer. <laughs> yeah, it's the American way. Just, yeah. just get a bigger. Just hammer. get a bigger hammer. And then as far as the anti-vibration. I yeah. mean, the, it, until you actually, and a lot, I'm sure construction guys when you work in the field can tell you, yeah. the one time that you just really need to beat the crap out of something, yeah. you'll realize the price there's of a, a good hammer. Yeah, there's having, definitely a having difference. a wood handle hammer with like a three pound head on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for maybe a couple of whacks, but like that third or fourth one, and then, you know. You're going to start feeling it. Yeah, four or five minutes later, you're going to yeah. put the hammer down your hands or it's going to. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then we've got. Uh, I don't know if I want to save Dustin or Ash for last, but I... I think I, you should do Dustin for last just because number eight is just Dustin had the Trump one. So he, he, he did. He, yeah. Dustin killed it today yeah. on this. So, um, yeah. So uh, Ash, I highlighted three of his. Um, he did NICs, uh, red or blue Loctite, torque wrenches, battery-powered impact, uh, a dead blow hammer, snap ring pliers, no. <laughs> <laughs> paint marking pen, hose removal tool, pinch off pliers, and 10, 10 millimeter sockets. Sock. Uh, anti-seize, huge. If yeah. you ever think you're going to take that bolt off again, put some anti-seize on it. For God's sakes, put anti-seize on it. It's especially up here in the Pacific Northwest, where you have a lot of road grime. That's huge. Yeah. So, and, and, and spark plugs. Well, suspension on. components too, yeah. hugely. I mean, I mean, we've. I, I remember back in the day. This was, I don't know, probably seven years ago. We were doing. Was it seven? Maybe it wasn't that long. I don't know. It was a long time ago. But we were doing like one of the first six-inch Carly kits on Brian, the owner's truck here, mm -hmm. and. We literally could not pull. We had to cut the control arms or the bolts off of the uh, off of where it meets the axle there uh, to get the control arms off because nobody put anti-seize on it, mm -hmm. and they just literally like pretty much like rust welded themselves together. Yeah. So anti-seize is huge. Um, and a lot of people see it and go, I don't need that. I don't ever take no it off. <laughs> just use it. Yeah. A <laughs> it's like a super cheap. You don't have to douse <laughs> it or anything. Yeah. Just a little bit goes a long way. Um, these two here, and me and him talked a bit more about that. These yeah. two are near and dear. Um, snap ring pliers, for anybody that's ever taken any drivetrain stuff apart, I'm going to say a transfer case. Because yeah. every time I take a transfer case apart, I need my snap <coughs> ring. Yeah. Or snap ring pliers. I'm like, I don't have them. And then I go and buy a, a pair of like the $10 ones that are <laughs> yeah. afraid. Oh, God, they're they like suck ten, so ten bad. They're like 10-way adjustable. God, they suck and you so try bad. to use it, and every time you <coughs> squeeze it, it falls apart, and a spring goes ding. Yeah. And the snap ring can't come out. So uh, get a good set of snap ring pliers with 90 degree and 45 degree mm -hmm. uh, attachments on there. That'll save your life. And last one, really good habits to get into. Paint yeah. marking pen. Anything that can help you get the job done better, I, I would consider a tool. Absolutely. Um, paint marking pen, you know, you got a big, nice big axle bolt on there and you mark it. You mark yeah. the, the bolt and you know, anything it attaches to. So that way you can basically look. Well, A, did I tighten it down? Mm -hmm. And you only, you only put a paint mark on it if you did finish tightening and torque it. And then later on down the road, you can look at it. Yeah. Did it loosen? No, I'm good to go. Or do the lines not line up anymore? Hmm, something Didn't happened. I yeah. should probably tighten that. Um, case in point, Ashford paint marks all his stuff. Mm -hmm. We were doing a second-gen swap on his 13. He, on the rear exhaust manifold bolts on his 6.7, like anybody else knows, he paint marked them, mm -hmm. and they happened to come loose. And the only way he noticed that is because he popped the hood. I don't know if he was doing an oil change or something like that. And he happened to see the markings were off. Yeah. Wasn't making a noise. Wasn't throwing a light. Wasn't visibly loose or anything like that. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it would have continued to back out, probably fall off. And the next one, start working its way out. Yeah. And then by the time you actually hear a noise, you've got you know a gasket not doing its job anymore, potentially a worn part. You're losing power. 
EGTs are through the roof. Yeah. And of course, that bolt's gonna fall out and then, when you're towing up the hill <laughs> and you got like 30,000 pounds behind you and it's like 150 <laughs> degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'll go the worst possible time. So, paint pen. So, before we go to Dustin, because this, as we're talking about this, I just remembered, like, we all have this tool, and by God's sakes, use it. Your cell phone. Take pictures of what you're taking off, especially if you don't know, if you haven't done a job before. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, to this day, I will still take pictures of stuff. Like, I, when I took apart the steering column in, my, in the Suburban, I took pictures of that because I wanted to make sure I knew how that went back together. So, camera phone, uh, take pictures of your stuff. Plastic baggies with a Sharpie. Put your bolts and bags and name them. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse than like, it. obviously we all know this, installing aftermarket parts like, hey, we got, got some leftover. Yeah. Job ain't done until you got some bolts <laughs> leftover, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we just reduced weight, <laughs> made it more efficient. But that won't happen is if you bag and tag your stuff as you take it off. I just wanted to add that in there because I, I, yeah. Speak. The picture one always makes me laugh because <laughs> to this day, I still suck at drum brakes. Yeah. Yeah, I've taken pictures of them. Yeah, yeah, I take pictures of one side and I will only do one side at a yeah. time. And you'll see me, I'm like, hmm, look at the phone, yeah. I'm like, eh, walk to the side, look at <laughs> it. Look at, eh, yeah. Come it's back. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help that you do drum brakes like once once every 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's Ford Escape has drum brakes in the rear. What Does the hell, really? Ford? As wow. a Ford guy, I'm pissed what off about that? that. 12. What? I didn't know they still put drum brakes <laughs> on the You can buy vehicles. brake shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. My excursion was an 03 and had disc brakes yeah. in the rear. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Anyhow. Hey, well, all right. We're going to move on to Dustin's. And Dustin did have the trump card. He did. Um, a lot of his are going to be pretty similar to all the other ones. We got impact gun, ratcheting wrenches, wire snips, <coughs> snips or crimpers, a pulley puller. No, we're not making that up. Mm -hmm. uh, some, you know, pulley, a lot of pulleys are on there just basically friction tight yep. or a bolt and then they're friction tight and you need actually something to pull them off. Pull the pulley off. Uh, you mm -hmm. can try and beat the crap out of it. It's not going to come off. It's you're just, just going to laugh at you and you're yeah. going to make a bigger mess. And then you're going to need a new pulley. Yeah. <laughs> um, he had a really good one too, a locking flex head 3 8 inch ratchet. Yes. That's huge. A flex head ratchet or something that is actually, you know, a 9 inch one, not a 6 inch or 7 inch. Yeah. That makes a big difference. Multimeter, we talked about that. Test yep. light, kind of same category, same talked about that. I'm skipping over the Trump one to go to the yeah. next one. Uh, an engine hoist or a backhoe. When was the last time you tried to remove a 5.9 without a hoist? <laughs> or a backhoe. Or a backhoe. It, it, <laughs> D yeah. Dustin's one of our guys here. He's the only guy that has a flatbed, and I yeah. think that comment pretty much seals the deal. Yeah. The kind of guy that he is. Um, and then picks of all angles. Now, yeah. his... His number eight, which I think should have been number one, you could pretty much ride all the way across here. Yeah. And love it or hate it, it's a good tool. Yes. YouTube. YouTube. My goodness, there's it was amazing that he came up with this because every no matter how experienced you are, everybody looks at YouTube for something that they're installing. Everybody yeah. does. I do it to this day. I mean, it's it's such a great resource. There's so many people out there that know more than you do or about a certain thing that you may not know you know enough about and they've already done a video that explains everything so you could be an expert at it mm -hmm. as soon as you're done watching that video so youtube is huge even uh, if it's just to see yeah it like it, the guy that could be doing the video could be some guy with four teeth you can't understand what he's saying but yeah. he's taking and for me i've been watching a lot of five three intake manifold stuff and i'm pretty sure i have intake manifold <laughs> leaking because i drive a stupid gas suburban <laughs> um, so i've been watching videos of people taking intake manifolds off yeah and it, it, it's nothing's worse than like when you're you're doing all this and you're like well i didn't expect to see that is that supposed to be like that yeah but then i've already watched about four or five videos i'm like okay i got a good idea what's going on here yeah that's huge i, I think that you know 
all your YouTube mechanics out there, you know, okay, yeah, yeah go back and forth. But YouTube is a great tool. Internet is a great tool. Just Absolutely. search what you have going on and take the night before. Yeah. Take an hour. Yeah. And just, just Google it. Yeah, so it pops up. literally, yeah, I mean, seriously. I YouTube, a, I mean, I, I've used YouTube for stuff that's not even truck related that I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, I was redoing a basement in the house. I had no idea what I was doing half the time. I was an expert at it when I was done because I watched like 1,500 YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how my YouTubing works. I just get just caught up. In it. I just get sucked into stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's, that's, it's such a good, such a good uh, resource to use. Um, I mean, even most of the time, better than even Google, too. I mean, you'll find mm -hmm. it on YouTube faster, and you will have to find someone that does a write-up with it in, in, uh, on Google. All right. I'm going to go ahead and interject here. No one has posted a picture of a tool that you made. Oh, come First on. First person to post a picture of a tool that you made, I'm sending a shirt to. Or, or maybe, you know, maybe one of these cool diesel power products hats. Yeah. I want to see a tool that you made and how you used it. Yeah. I, I want to see at least one. Just one. Tyler Kipp, if you're watching, I'm not sending Ma you a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll send you a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dean Driggers of uh, Vice Grips and a nice set of Vice Grips help a lot. They do. Yeah. They do. I agree. Um, ooh, probably a nice one to go on. Just a bench vice. Yeah. Goes absolutely. For especially doing uh, like U joints. Yeah. Swapping U joints out, like driveline U joints. With your BMF. With your BMF. Yeah. <laughs> so the, um, the last list of tools is uh, so Kyle, he mm -hmm. does our off road power products here. Um, in fact, if you didn't know, uh, Diesel Power Products is. We have multiple things here. We have yeah. off-road power products, which, as you can figure out by the name, they do off-road power products. <laughs> um, so anything from Jeeps to Toyotas to... Camping gear. Camping I mean. gear. Out, <clears throat> out, outside lifestyle. Knives, sunglasses. Yeah. Pretty much anything to get you away from your normal everyday life. Get out there. Go do something. Um, Tyler Kipp says, says, allow me to post. You can't post pictures? Is that Text it to thing? me. Text it to me, Kip, yeah. and I'll, I'll, I'll do one of these. Yeah. Um, so Kyle, uh, very skilled outdoorsman, relatively, I would say, somewhat new to working on cars. Yeah. Uh, everybody's got their thing. Uh, Kyle can kill things and eat them. I can fix cars. Yeah. I can't kill anything. <laughs> I like beef jerky from a bag. Or if yeah. Kyle brings it, because he brings some really good beef jerky. Yeah, he does. Um, and, and I asked him, I, I said, you know, I know you're, you know, not super into the automotive stuff. So what are a couple of things that really just made your life easy that maybe you didn't do till later on? And his number one was actually something that I take for granted every day yeah. because I knew about it way early on. But he said an oil filter wrench or tool, something to basically be able to help you get your oil filter off of your car yeah. or your truck or your engine, whatever it is. That's huge. I can't tell you. <laughs> as a 7'3 guy, I can't tell you how many times I've, Bryce, if you're watching, I feel your pain. But I can't tell you how many freaking 7.3 oil filters I've, you know, ah, you yeah, you tried it. and of course the threads are always like not quite as long as you think they are. And then yeah. you dump, you know, five quarts of dirty diesel oil all over your driveway like, or you can't get it off. And I've been the guy that punches the screwdriver oh, to yeah, the bottom. Through it and, and <laughs> yeah. But a proper oil filter wrench and maybe a long ratchet will take care of that. Yeah. And that's huge. That, and he's oh, absolutely right. Speaking of oil filter stuff too, mm -hmm. on like the newer Cummins stuff, not only the an plug. oil filter, not only an oil filter wrench is, is key because you do kind of lose some of that area where you can get your hand on the. Trying to turn a tight oil filter with just your hand, you're just going to freaking blow out your thumbs or yeah. your whole hand. Anyways, but on those trucks, when you take the filter off, the freaking oil goes everywhere. If you, again, you have to tip it uh, to get the filter out. So we actually have a little cap that screws onto the top of the oil filter and caps it off. 
So you could tip that thing upside down, it's not gonna spill any oil, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. get, make a mess on your truck. So another thing just about oil filter changes, just basic things that you know we don't think about because we're looking at you know, more in-depth things, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the but, simple yeah, things that make your life easy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's huge. It is. So, totally and huge. then his other two were, or other, other three were air gun, so any kind of air tool, a breaker bar and penetrating lube. Yeah. You're on, you're, you're on your way, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're now to the section where we have our five minute free talk. Yes. And today's is actually, I think, kind of funny. Yeah. So, five minute free talk. There's a, a hurricane. Yeah, funny, but kind of somewhat fitting. Not funny for the people that are, are, that are experiencing a hurricane. We yeah. definitely are, you know, uh, you know, feel bad for you. Hopefully, you guys are getting out of there. Uh, but shipping. Shipping. So a lot of our <laughs> distributors are actually down that way, or actually manufacturers are down that way. Oh, here's Kip. Uh, Here we go. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to hold on. This, this is what you, if you watch us live on Facebook, this is the kind of fun stuff you get because you can actually message us things and we'll know what's so going on. So an S-cam bearing removal tool. If you guys can, hopefully you can see that. I don't know. Let's see you it. You can see it there. Can I watch it? Yeah, wait for it. I got to oh, pull it up I'm too delayed right now. Too delayed. Cameron, so. can you see it? Yeah. See it good? Cool. So that's a, that's a tool, <clears throat> tool that Kip at uh, Industrial Injection has uh, put together to remove cam bearings. Nice work. Nice work, man. That's a cool looking tool. Yeah. It actually looks nice. Is, yeah. that, is that knurled? That is knurled. Look at that. Nice little handle on it. Look at that. You did your homework, man. Yeah, look how, look how dirty Kip's hands are. Yeah. They're always filthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dirty. Anyhow, so with hurricanes or any kind of weather restrictions, anything, not weather restrictions, uh, you could actually, maybe a natural disaster, um, it affects shipping and it affects everybody. And a lot of people may not realize that. Yeah. And when I talk about that, I mean, like, let's say we have a manufacturer based in the Carolinas, which are getting nailed right now. Yeah. And they order something next day or, I don't know, tomorrow morning yeah. when this hurricane is like... Just, <laughs> straight up just pounding. Just pounding it. And they order it next day and expect it to, first off, be there Saturday. Tomorrow's yeah. Friday. Next day does not come on Saturday. And yeah. then Monday comes around and it's not there. And we tell them, there's a hurricane coming. And there's a hurricane there. There's that is BS, man. Yeah. No, I ordered my part. That's total crap. <laughs> you took my money and you lied to me. Uh, I'm leaving uh, you a bad Google review, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess our main thing is weather happens. Weather happens. We can't control it. Yeah. Neither can UPS or FedEx yeah. or, or you. USPS or you <laughs> or Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to so, get political, yeah, but that's just too but, good not to yeah, say. Yeah, too good not to say. It's nobody's fault. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, weather delays in general. I mean, just. It's not nobody's fault. Things happen. I mean, we're an online company. I mean, if you think about it, if you really think about it, like nowadays, like you could sit, sit at home behind a computer and a couple of clicks later, you could literally have a part at your door in the a couple of days. Day. The next day, a couple of days. Potentially even less than 24 hours. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. The future is now. The future is now. So, um, yeah. So we're not saying give us a break. We, we <laughs> or anything. Just be understanding. <laughs> just, just be understanding weather happens. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that's What's, good. What, let me, I want to hear yours. Well, I was just going to kind of tie into that. that was, okay. I was kind of where both. So here's the funny that. part of it. Yeah. And we were joking around about this. <laughs> and it, I'm going to preface this and try and be PC about it. There, uh, anybody that's affected by this, heart goes out to you. Yeah. you know, we wish you the best and be safe, all that kind of good good wishes and hopes and all that kind of thing. But 
we always talk about you know tuning issues. Tuning <laughs> issues always seem to happen Friday night at five o'clock when you're leaving for the weekend, <laughs> or you're leaving. Uh, <laughs> who did that video that was like so blunt about it? Was that Duramax tuner? Was Calibrated Duramax power. Tuner. Yeah, Calibrated yeah. power. And they were referring to awesome. LOI trucks because yeah. LOI PCMs just like to just, just die. Stop. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> tuning your truck. Let's say you're loading your family into the truck because there's a hurricane coming. That's the wrong time to change yeah. your transmission tune. Oh, I yeah. just cut my transmission tune. Might as well load or it in like, there. man, this is coming quick. I need to put this thing in race tune and have like a catastrophic issue. I, I got a, what was that from Twister? The Fuji 5 yeah. scale. Yeah. I got a Fuji 5 Twister on my tail. Better <laughs> switch it to race tune. PCM goes uh, kaput. Truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But then you manage to have enough time to call in. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and there's a tornado on my tail and I switched it to the race tuner. Uh, now I can't drive my truck. <laughs> now my truck won't start. It's like, oh my God. Trust me, we feel for you guys that, that do do that. We feel yeah. for you. We feel terrible. Trust me, we want to get you going. But some, most of the time, our hands are completely tied. Like, there's yeah. nothing we can do. But So, uh, so not a good yeah. time to tune. Friday nights, like, right as we're closing. Uh, wait until Monday. That would be the best, yeah. actually. Or yeah. don't need the truck. Or don't need the truck. Vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I actually, I, I talked to a gentleman um, that was going to be doing some some tuning on his truck, and it was a power stroke, and the tuner was going to no, the hard parts are going to arrive before the tuner. And he was like, "Can I put the hard parts on first? Yeah. And I gave him our full spiel. <laughs> hey, man, we recommend you do tuning first because if there is an issue, you can always go back to stock. But once yeah. you take everything off, let's say you change a turbo and you need yeah. to tune for it, you kind of the turbos on the truck and you have tuning for it. it goes, oh, I have an extra vehicle. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for thinking. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. <laughs> so in that case, yeah, go ahead, put the hard parts on. Yeah. Get ahead of the ball and then tune it. If there's not, if there's an issue with the tuning, which typically there's not, but there's always the five, Friday five o'clock issue, then give us a call and we'll yeah. fix it. Yeah. So th that being said, the right time to tune your truck is not when a tornado is chasing you. Or a hurricane. Or a hurricane. Yeah. You're supposed to even. Or a Yeti. Yeah. Or a Yeti. Or yeah. just a really big dude you just want to run away from. Anyhow. Again, um, so far Tyler Kipp's the only one that sent us a picture. So Tyler Kipp, you're getting a shirt. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That being said, um, we appreciate you guys watching. Again, we are on iTunes, Google Play, and yeah. SoundCloud. Search Diesel Power Products. We will pull up. Um, leave a five-star review. If you leave a five-star review and put a question on there, I guarantee you we'll answer it live on the Facebook stream. Um, if you're listening to this and not watching it and you want to be part of the chat, uh, five-star review, leave a question, um, or tune in Thursdays at 3.15 yeah. and chat in on Facebook. Um, we wanted to make sure we're hitting multiple platforms because I know sometimes it's hard to watch on Facebook. Um, and we want to make, I mean, I listen to podcasts all the time. I know you do too. We do, yeah. So having it actually on iTunes is a big thing for us now. It was a huge step, and we got there, so we're actually really excited about yeah, that. Yeah, so we expect every single one of you people listening right now to be going on, yeah. pod, on, your, on your iTunes and downloading our podcast and subscribing to it. Yeah, let's get this thing as big as we can. We yeah. love doing this stuff. We love hearing from you guys. And yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I think we might do a viewer's choice episode next week. Ooh, I like viewer's choice. No, I think we'll do that number 10. Number we'll 10. We'll have our Ooh, 10, 10 episode anniversary. The two hand anniversary. Yeah, the two hands. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, thanks for watching. Tune in next Thursday, 3.15 p.m. And uh, we'll see you next time. think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places.
Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.